Hi, everyone. Thank you once again for joining the Dan Roman podcast. I am your money and financial coach, Dan Roman, and I greatly appreciate your time, your attention. I want to thank you so much for sending in comments, for rating, for subscribing to this podcast. And if you haven't done so yet, please do so. The more people that know about this podcast, the better. This way we can connect to more people. We can make this thing called personal finances go viral and we can really affect some change in our personal lives and also in the people that we know and love. couple questions for you as we start today's episode and going forward. First one, what are your biggest money challenges? The second one, what are you hoping to learn about your money? Today is September the 25th and we are going to be talking about two more times or situations where you would want to desperately scrap your budget and restart it, give it a refresh. The first one I want to talk about is when you overspend in a certain category in your budget consistently. If you're overspending in one part of your budget all the time, let's say food, because that's always been one of mine, then something's got to give. And there are two ways that you can take a look at this. The first thing, maybe you just aren't being realistic with yourself. Maybe your budget is too low on this particular item. You, for example, you probably can't set your grocery budget at $300 a month if you have four kids and a spouse. So you need to adjust that number that makes sense. That's why keeping track of your transactions is so important, like we spoke about yesterday, because when you're able to keep track, the point of that is to provide you with realistic information on how you're actually spending your money, and then you can decide if you can adjust it to spend less or if you need to adjust it to spend more. So the first way is honestly being realistic with yourself, tracking your expenses, and Giving your budget some time because it's not going to be a one-month situation and then you master it. Generally speaking, three to four months is what it takes for budgets to really sink in and live a life of their own. And in some cases, I've seen even six months. Now, aside from being realistic, right? Earlier, I used the grocery example. You know, $300 a month, four kids yourself, your spouse, that's a very low number. So, you know, being realistic with yourself is key so that you don't overspend. And food is a common one that most people tackle. Now, the second reason why you may be overspending, and this one's going to be hard to hear and to take in, But maybe, honestly, you just have to have a heart-to-heart with yourself, the person in the mirror. Because if you always budget 20 bucks a month for high-end coffee, but you're spending 100, it's time to wake up and smell the coffee pot brewing at home. Things need to change. And no, you don't need to add 
a budget line item here or you don't need to increase it. This calls for a different kind of action. It's time to stop spending in that category because $100 for coffee a month, trust me, I've lived that life and more. You're not going to really make progress on your financial goals because $100 a month on coffee is a lot of money. You're literally sipping your future and your money away one sip, one cup at a time. I In an earlier podcast this season, I spoke about a month where I spent over $300 on coffee. I've never done that again. If you've been listening, you will know that my budget for coffee in our home, our budget number is $30 a month. First off, I like whole beans. I grind my own beans. I make it at home. Secondly, my wife drinks and buys a different kind of coffee. So her coffee is actually part of our grocery budget because we get it from the grocery store. That's how we allocate it. But you really need to hone in on this. And if you are one of these people that, just like I was, spending more than you should on coffee, you probably need to start drinking coffee at home. There is no way that we can build a community without all of us connecting with one another in every way possible, through social, through email, and even through this podcast. The second item I want to discuss is being forgetful, which it's happened to me more times than I want to admit, but it's something that I'm just not really good at, which is why I write everything down because that helps. And, um, Look, it's no surprise. Christmas happens every year on the summer 25th. So it's not hard to forget, right? Um, well, I'm sorry. It's it's easy not to forget because it happens all the time. But there's expenses every year that you just don't remember. For example, if you pay your car insurance once a year or if you pay your car insurance twice a year, that's something that is very common to be forgotten about. I mean, you know it's coming, you just don't remember when, and it just slips away from you. If you're not budgeting ahead for your expenses that you know are coming up, it's time to start. Otherwise, you'll be tempted to jump into debt to cover something that came up and it's just too much money for you to handle. Or you use your emergency fund or your savings that you're holding on to for something to cover this cost. No, don't do it. We got to figure out another way. There's plenty of simple ways to resolve the situation. And I mentioned just a few seconds ago, writing everything down. So I literally write down everything, my to-do list, ideas, yearly or semi-annually expenses. Like one of them that comes to mind right now, right away, is our identity theft protection. We pay one dollar amount for the entire year and that comes up in I think August and honestly I forgot but I got the email thankfully and I remembered so when it came to August's budget I allocated the money necessary to pay for the identity theft but making a list if you're not getting an email is key the second step you could do to not forget about these annual expenses that could be larger right is creating a sinking fund each year 
for that expense. And then you just start storing money away into that account or into that shoebox to cover that expense. Um, you do this long before the due date comes. This way, that expense is not knocking on your door like, hey, we need money, we need money. Now, if you've never heard of a sinking fund before, it's a simple way to save up cash for a bigger expense. It's almost like a piggy bank inside of your budget. So in your budget, there will be a line item that would say something like sinking fund, car insurance, sinking fund, tires, sinking fund, identity theft protection, sinking fund, um, home renters insurance. Some people pay their home renters insurance a year in advance. That's just an example. Now, you can set up a sinking fund for the vet bill as well, um, but how do you really know? Well, you just take the total cost that you typically would spend, or let's say it's your car insurance, you take the total premium for the year, and you divide it by 12, and then each month you put that money away, and then 12 months from now, you'll have 100% of that bill covered. You can break that dollar amount up by weeks. If you get paid weekly, you can divide it by 52 weeks to count your 52 checks. You can cover it by 26. You can divide it by 26 weeks. Whatever works for you. But the car insurance one is probably the most common. Um, You take your premium divided by 12 months or 52 paychecks, which would be 52 weeks. And that's how much you would need to save each period to cover the cost of your car insurance. Well, guys, that is a wrap for today. Thank you once again for listening. Thank you once again for your time. If you found this podcast valuable, informational, resourceful in any way, please share this with someone that you personally know and are connected to so that they can gain something from this also. The way we build a community is for all of us to be connected, engaging with one another, sharing information, uplifting each other up. If at any point in time I have said anything, created anything, or shared something with you in any way that you have found helpful, life-changing, or informational, please share this episode on all your social platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you name it. Text the link to a friend so that they can listen to this Listen to this with a loved one at home so we can all make this thing called personal finances go viral so that we can gain control of our money so that we decide what happens, when it happens, and how it happens. Thank you all once again. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and comment on this podcast. See the show notes of this podcast if you want to reach out to us via social. Visit the website. Send us an email. If you want to be featured on the next podcast, there's a link there also for you to drop in a voice message. And if you want to book a consultation free of charge to discuss your financial position, you can book an appointment there. See appointment times that are available to you real time. We can also book an appointment for your coaching or counseling session as well. And as always, God bless. Peace.